Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand spanking new episode of Movie Combat. This is episode four. No, it's not. It's not episode four. We're talking about episode four. It's all over the place because so of the rogue. Right? See, see, I labeled it episode four. It's not. Don't don't check your dial. Don't check whatever we're at here. This is like what this sees sixth episode now. <laughs> Seven. What are we at? I don't know. You know what it is. We're already having a great start. Uh, joining me on this uh, movie journey is this is Nate, and uh, yeah, we're we're gonna talk about. We're gonna, yep, yep. <laughs> I've been told you guys here. don't know what that means. <laughs> we are we're stuck in the saga of Star Wars right now, and um, well, we you know I wouldn't say stuck because we've gotten a couple good movies since you know we've. Clone Wars was kind of a, a ways away now, so you know, as of now, we've kind of hit kind of this like mid-tier level of Star Wars movies. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, uh, we're pretty much all consistently good at this point. Yep. Because mm-hmm. like uh, last episode we talked about Rogue One, the episode before that was Solo, and then obviously mm-hmm. the prequels were before those. So now we have hit into the original saga. We are talking about Episode Four. A New Hope, Star Wars, A New Hope. Um, Nate, very original. What What was your overall take of it? What was What was the last time you saw this movie? I guess. Do you, Do you remember when the last time? Or has um, it been a, it's been a minute. Fully, it's been a minute. Okay. You know, it's one of those movies I catch that, like a lot of times, like TNT or AMC will play like a marathon or something, mm-hmm. and I'll I'll catch like various scenes. But it's probably been since I've been, yeah, really probably a kid since I've seen the whole thing, uh, beginning to end. Mm. Yeah, it's it's uh, I, I've seen this kind of off and on, and I was uh, telling you off uh, off video about how the fact that this is probably one of the ones I've seen the most, just because right. it's obviously the first Star Wars movie that was ever made. So I've seen it probably in a number of times when I was a kid. I just don't know it was mm-hmm. the movie I was watching. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, it, it, I mean, it's a great movie, solid movie, obviously. A great Star Wars movie, <laughs> but yeah, as a kid, it was my least favorite. <laughs> so mm. I just never... Now, as before, you know, I don't want to give your rating away, but like, yeah. how do you feel about that now? Is it still your least favorite, or are you gonna I, save that? I till wouldn't the end? say I wouldn't say least. Okay, I guess we'll, we'll save it at the end of exactly where it falls. Okay, well, let's kick things off with uh, going through our PT stats of where. I timed the opening crawl. We ha- we officially got a crawl again. We've been two movies without one. Um, so the opening crawl that. was a minute and 23 seconds and 92 milliseconds. <laughs> which would put it at the longest crawl so wow. far. By, uh, by a lot? Uh, well, okay, so episode two was the second place with a minute 19. Okay. Yeah, that's where we're sitting at here. I guess it kind of makes sense because this is the one they would have had to probably establish the most information. Yeah. Off the bat, but I guess we'll find out five or six or the sequel trilogy if it gets beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a bad feeling about this. Was said twice, and by Luke. Luke was the first one. You actually had said something about yeah. Luke being the first one to say it. Yeah, because I always thought it was that that phrase was tied to Han. Mm-hmm. That apparently, Luke was the first one to say. Yeah, and then later on in the episode, obviously. He does say yeah. it. So. Uh, lightsaber moments. There are four of those. So, 
the Actually, more than I would have thought, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't really think of that of Star Wars to have that many lightsaber moments in the first film. I mean, like you can't right. think of them in, unless like you have the Jedi battle between, uh, you know, well you have the lightsaber battle between Vader and Obi Wan, and then you have Luke pulls it out twice, yeah. and I think that I can't remember the. I mean, most of it's one. not very impactful but mm-hmm. the training sequence is that the one you're, yeah the you're, training you're sequence thinking yeah. of mm-hmm. yeah um remember we count anytime the lightsaber is unsheathed so anytime it goes like once that that counts as a moment uh jedi mind trick was used once because obi-wan uses the jedi mind trick on the stormtroopers the very famous scene these are not the droids you were looking for uh there are three space battles and actually most of this movie takes place in space <laughs> so <laughs> Yep. Yeah, like if we, there was only, we should probably get to, but yeah, only a couple planets. Uh, R2 coming in clutch, that happened twice. Because we counted him having the uh, Death Star plans was him. I mean, he was on a mission, but he was, you know, he clutched it. Um, yeah. But then also saving them from the trash compactor, that was our other situation. Mm-hmm. Light speed was hit twice. Uh, but then moving into planets, yeah, we were only on two planets because most of the movie takes place on the Death Star. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are those two planets? Do you remember them? Uh, Tatooine and uh, Yavin 4. Because mm-hmm. uh, uh, Alderaan, they didn't go to Alderaan. They were out, They were on planetary circling them. You so Alderan, uh, Alderan. <laughs> See, okay. So Nate and I realized we were, pr- I, we must be pronouncing these names wrong for the 25 years we've been alive because <laughs> they pronounce things so not the way that anyone else says it. Like Alderan. Right. What was another one they did? Was that Leia? Gavin. Name? Yeah, Leah. Some yeah. some dude says Leah. In the in the movie, I, I, oh my god! But all I, mean, I can think is that they just maybe they didn't do a very good script read together, so people they had other people were pronouncing it differently I, when they were filming. I guess, but yeah, some dude says Leah. It's when they're in the whole getting debriefed and all that stuff. In, the Rogue uh, One guy. Yeah, the Rogue One guy. I sur- I survived Rogue One. Um, yeah, that was weird. Uh, I sense a disturbance in the forest was said, I said a quarter at the time. Oh, is this when we had to, like, do partial points? Yeah, and also... Obi-Wan? Yeah, so I sense a disturbance in the forest was... I think Vader says it. He says, I sense a disturbance. And then he just he, ends it. Yeah, when he sensed Luke on the... Hiding on the, the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Jedi powers were used five times. That does not include... Uh, the Jedi mind trick. There's just five different times Jedi mind powers are used or Jedi powers are used. Um, whether that yeah. be dark side or light side. So, and may the force be with you is said four times. I gave them credit. There are two times that they partially say it, but I was tired <laughs> of giving decimals out. So I just yeah. gave it to them. Um, Rounded up. Yeah. So there's that. Um, Yeah. Is there anything you you wanna you wanna talk about specifically about any of those stats? Um. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Nothing else really stands out. Okay. I guess the planet one's surprising. I didn't, you know, I, I would have thought it'd been probably a couple more, like on a tri- if it was a trivia question. Mm-hmm. Or whether you were talking about how if it was trivia night and someone asked like who's the first person oh. to say 
I have a bad feeling about this, you would say right. Han Solo, but it's not. <laughs> so. Yeah, I definitely would have got that one wrong for sure. All right, well, let's his line. Yeah, let's head over to the IMDb corner here. Um, let's see here. Da, 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 da. We're going to head into my favorite uh, part of the episodes where it is taglines. Taglines are a phrase or a couple of words or a word in general that will represent the movie and pretty much is put on the movie posters and things like that. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of them. And Nate, I'm going to give you a little bit of time because you have the next segment, uh, which is going to be da, 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 trivia. So if you want to look that up right now while I'm doing this, here we go. Number one, four taglines. It's back. The Force will be with you for three weeks only. That was the 1979 reissue poster because this movie was released so many times. <laughs> Um, and I'm sure we might get some of those in the trivia, but man, I I think my dad even said he's seen, he saw this movie in theaters multiple times. Um, may the force be with you one year old today. Star Wars, happy birthday poster. Can you imagine that, that a movie was in theaters long enough to get a birthday? It's just, it's just wild to me. Um, the force will be with you. That is the re-release. And now we got a couple Ones, I guess, uh, that were during the initiating part of it, the initiation of it. Uh, somewhere in space, there could be... Oh, my gosh. Okay, somewhere in space, this could all be happening right now. But then they... Well, how can that be used? Because they say in the movie, during the crawl, of a galaxy far, far away. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. So, it couldn't be happening right now. But I guess... <laughs> Uh, the original is back. That was the 1982 reissue, and then remember the movie came out in '77. Okay. So, yeah, um, they released it for six. It sounds like yeah. Uh, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, which was during the re- during the initial release, uh, and coming to your galaxy this summer. That was the teaser poster. Mm. So, uh, but that is all the taglines I got. Uh, Nate, why don't you give us some cool trivia? And let's do let's do five. We got time. Uh, so first one I got here is uh, stunt doubles were not used for the scene where Luke and Leia swing to safety. Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill performed the stunt, shooting it in just one take. Wow, they, they did a pretty good job. Scene, Ryan. They, yeah, it was pretty good. It <laughs> it, it, it it called back to uh, Obi Wan's dumb freaking like thing he did uh, when he was facing off against Jango Fett. I don't know how it Oh, works. yeah. When he swings the safety. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. Uh, James Earl Jones and, hopefully I pronounce this correctly, uh, David Prowse, who played the voice and body of uh, Darth Vader, respectively, never met. Huh. Huh. I didn't, I didn't think they, I didn't think they ever, they didn't ever meet. I, I didn't know that part. Uh, all right. Give me another one. Um. Let's see. Uh, Harrison Ford did not learn his lines for the intercom conversation in the cell block so that it would sound spontaneous. <laughs> he did a pretty good job ad-libbing that. That was pretty good. <laughs> I, I, do, I do. That's one of my favorite scenes where he's like, how are you? And then he's like, yeah. oh, boring conversation anyway. All right. Anyway, let's go. <laughs> and then he shoots it. Yeah. That was, that was a good one. All right. Uh... 
What do we got? What, Interesting. This one's right below it, but it seems... Uh, so the lightsaber sound effect is a combination of the hum of an idling 35mm movie projector and the feedback generated by passing a stripped microphone cable by a television. Huh. Okay. That, that, that's interesting. At first, when I saw stripped, I thought it was tripped. Oh. Like, okay, so I got to trip over a cable. Uh, All right. Let's see. And the last one. one. Uh, you want to do two more? We'll do six. We got it. Yeah. Go ahead. Two more. So apparently, it was the first movie to make over $300 million. That's crazy to even think that $300 million was a lot. And now you got like Avengers. Now that could and be considered stu- a flop. Yeah, that would be a <laughs> giant flop. You wouldn't get your money back. Right. That's insane. Three hundred mil- Over $300 million. And now it's like, oh yeah, now they're just making $100 million. Or not hundred, not hundred million, but like one billion dollar fucking movie now. I don't know. It's like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, what else we got? Last one. So I'm between two different ones here. Read them both. We got. Let's go both. <laughs> uh, so Mark. I'm learning Hamill a lot his, here. <laughs> I know, right? Some interesting ones. Uh, Mark Hamill held his breath for so long during the trash compactor scene that he broke a blood vessel in his face. <sighs> Subsequent shots are shot from only one side. Huh. He's wow. Wow. He's always hurting and himself. And the other one I was looking at was so on the first day of filming in the deserts of Tunisia, the country experienced its first major rainstorm in 50 years. Oh wow. So just bad luck on that one. <laughs> yeah, and there's no rain in that whole entire movie. Yeah. So, so I guess he just had a waited day. Yeah. I didn't, I thought it was all filmed in the US for some reason, but apparently not. <laughs> Um, all right, so now let's head over to quotes. Um, I'm going to do – I'll do four of these, I guess. Here we go. This is Han Solo. Uh, everything under control, situation normal. Oh, <sighs> What's wrong? Uh, uh, we had a slight weapons malfunction, but uh, everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. Uh, we're all fine he- now. here now. Thank you. How are you? We're sending a squad up. Uh, uh, negative, negative. We had a reactor leak here now. Give us a few minutes to lock it down. Large leak, very dangerous. Who is this? Where, what's your operating number? Uh, uh, boring conversation anyway. Luke, we gotta get out. We were gonna have company. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Is one of the best lines of the whole thing. <laughs> all uh, improvised, apparently. Yeah, all improvised. Um, let's see here. Stormtrooper. Let me see your identification card. Ben Ben Kenobi, uh, with a small wave of his hand. You don't need to see his identification code. We don't need to see his identification code. There's, uh, there aren't, these aren't the droids you were looking for. These aren't the droids we were looking for. He can go about his business. You can go about your business. Move along. Move along. Move along. <laughs> um, man, Princess Leia, like, goes in on this. It's always roasting people. Um, this one's a little long, but, okay, this is Princess Leia. General Kenobi, years ago, you say, oh, this is, this is the hologram. You served my father in the Clone Wars. How he, now he begs you to help him 
in his struggle against the Empire. I regret that I am unable to present my father's request to you in person, but my ship has fallen under attack, and I'm afraid my mission to bring you to Alderaan has failed. I have placed information vital to the survival of the Rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. My father will, na uh, will know how to retrieve it. You must see this droid safely delivered to him on Alderaan. This is our most uh, deep. Oh, de oh! This is our most desperate hour. Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Pause. Ben Kenobi to Luke. You must learn the ways of the Force if you're to come with me to Alderaan. Alderaan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to Alderaan. I've got to go home. I've got to get home. It's late. I'm I'm in for it. This oh, I'm in for it as it is. I need your help, Luke. She's you, uh she needs your help. You're getting too old for this sort of thing. Look, I get I I can't get involved. I've got work to do, and it's not that I like the Empire. I hate it, but there's only, there's nothing I can do about it right now. It's all so, such a long way from here. That's your uncle talking. And then that's it. And then, okay, I'll do this last one here. Han Solo. Wonderful girl. <laughs> Either I'm going to kill her or I'm, or I'm beginning to like her. <laughs> that was a reference to uh, when they were blasting the chute down the garbage chute and uh, Leia had yeah. sassed off to him. Yeah, she just takes control of everything. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, Nate. What is some tech specs? Throw us out some cool tech stuff that happened in this movie. So this is a bit of a, more of an interesting one since it was uh, you know, re-released a couple times. So even got a couple different run times. So originally it was two hours and one minute, and then when they redid the special edition in uh, I'm assuming this is '97 based on the other years I'm seeing, it was uh, added a four minutes to two hours and five. Hmm. I think most of the extra was the job, that Jabba the Hut scene. I think yeah, that where they superimposed a digital Jabba the Hut. Yeah. Yeah, and, the, and that, some of those that scene space scenes, on. I think they added like some extra, just like uh, CGI X wings just flying mm -hmm. transitions. Um, audio, it was a uh, so this is kind of I guess before like uh, you know Dolby Digital was pretty was mainstream, so it's a seventy millimeter six track. Wow. And they had Dolby Stereo, not Dolby Surround, and DTS Stereo. And then 97, it finally got the Dolby Digital treatment. Hmm. And Atmos as well. And uh, I'm assuming that was, that was last year. Mm -hmm. Probably for uh, Disney Plus and stuff. Yep. Yeah, because when we look at the Digital Intermediate here, they have now Digital Intermediate 4K, and that was for the 2019 remaster. Yep. Dolby Vision. Yep. The only way that you could watch them for a long time was, was on disney plus uh in 4k i think now you can buy them in 4k but oh yeah, yeah. but for a lot a couple months from t late 2019 yeah to early 2020 it was exclusively anything else nope that's uh i do find it interesting that you still they were using the the these reflex cameras it's not the same one they still use in the current films yeah because brand. yeah a lot of the uh so jj chose to use the same exact cameras so that the mm. seven and nine yeah. would look the same um consistent yeah and i think uh ryan johnson changed it he went to a different millimeter format 
Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so to to keep it consistently with what how the original films looked. But yeah, um, so I guess it goes into our reviews. Um, I th- the thing about this movie is, it's obviously the first Star Wars movie, so it's clearly this is the one we source everything on. It has to. We have to, when you when at least for me when I have to. Uh, like when we went back and did uh, the movie combat season one, when we were talking about all of the alien movies and the predator movies, you have to look at the original movie because if it wasn't for that movie, there would not be the sequels. And obviously it has to have the right source material. And then the sequels either build off of that or it just, they're not good movies. So when you, for example, predator, was by far the best Predator movie because all the other ones just could not, like, couldn't compete against the original Predator. Unlike Alien, where Aliens was obviously the better movie, Ridley Scott doing, uh, no, Ridley Scott did the first one, and this was James Cameron. James Cameron came in, did Aliens, and it just knocked the first one down a peg because that's just a great movie. Like it's consistently, it takes all the source material and it builds off of it. So now we have to look at, this is the first movie. <laughs> so we have right. to think it was this movie as good. And does it still hold up to being as good as everyone has said that a new hope is, you know? Um, so like I don't know. The, how do you, how good it is in their mind? Kind of. Yeah. Like how they remembered it. Mm hmm. So, I, I think mean, it definitely holds up. I, I, I don't think it's probably as good as it was when people originally saw it in '77. Mm-hmm. Being having having like no competition and being the you know the first the first time you've seen it, and not not having seen the characters before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like when you, there were there were moments in that movie that I'm just thinking to myself as I, it was kind of happening that I'm like, I can't even imagine what it was like to sit in that movie theater. And look at the screen and see these giant, you know, obviously they're miniatures, but it, on screen there are these giant spaceships moving and like pulling out the X-wing and like doing this whole thing, and then they're all grouped up together and flying through space and you know mm-hmm. battling the Death Star. Like the movie does, was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it would have blew it, that would have blew my mind of just like and I and obviously it did. It blew everyone's mind. There was nothing like it. A lot of people have now made their movies sort of connecting to star Wars, well like heavily inspired by star wars now with right. a lot of space movies mm-hmm. so i know what, what what is there what was there some things that stood out in this movie that just are make it just the one of the best see that's the thing for me is i was thinking about i think that's what it's missing is now that we know the story is it to me there's no moments that where I'm just like watching the movie, like, oh wow, I can't wait for the scene to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't think it really has any of those, and that's probably because of the limited, you know, technology they had then. Um, and like the lightsaber fight being kind of limited. But I mean, I guess the standout. I mean, I would have to say it's you know it's the Obi Wan and Invader scene, mm-hmm. even though it's probably the weakest you know lightsaber battle in the in the franchise. But it has the most weight, probably as you know any of the scenes in the in the film. Mm-hmm. Especially now that shows, well, like, you know, the original trilogy, or not the original trilogy, the prequels, and uh, the the Clone Wars series has kind of, like, allowed it to 
build up a little bit more and when that yeah. battle happens it, it is a big deal right yeah but yeah you have the backstory to his his, his character now mm-hmm. yeah the but uh... kind of sad because he's uh <laughs> it's not it's not quite the fight from three mm-hmm. yeah it's uh yeah i mean that is the thing is like when you watch star wars you know and we were getting towards the end of it last night i even said to you i was like this movie could be over like it it doesn't need to continue on oh after the ceremony Mm -hmm. yeah i mean star wars is star wars but of apparently later commentary and i don't even know what documentary i was watching but george even said like he originally wrote four, five, and six all at one time. He just was the, the point of episode one was to help pay for episode two and then to, or for this case for episode five and for, you know, and then you'd get episode six as kind of the wrap up and the ending of the saga or the, the trilogy. Um, And then later he wanted to make one, two and three. So it's, it is interesting to kind of see it that way. But when you look at star Wars, like star Wars, is a solid space movie like it, it's just mm-hmm. you you don't need to watch another one if you just watch that one so yeah which makes sense because yeah you would never know you know if it's gonna be successful if you're gonna be able to make a sequel or not mm-hmm. so you have to kind of wrap it up cleanly at the end now let's let's uh you know we, we did watch rogue one before this and you had said this is the first time you actually saw rogue one before you watched a new hope how did you yeah. how did that make you feel since we're all kind of coming off of that i think it does enhance it especially i mean the first you know the first scenes of the movie um once you get to the middle of it you know it kind of wears off that you, i think you kind of forget that the the newer stuff is connected and then you get kind of wrapped up into the the new characters of the, the original trilogy Mm-hmm. But yeah, I thought they did a great job uh, in Rogue One making it like a seamless transition. You know, with the costumes and the the ship design. I mean, it's practically identical. Yeah. No, it, it, they did a great job with that. And this is the second time now that I have kind of done this whole, you watch Rogue One and then go into yeah. episode four. And I think that of any of the newer films to watch like rogue one obviously is connecting into a new hope makes it both the movies i think very supportive of one another and altogether yeah. good so enhances both of them i think yeah it puts even more weight on the on the final act with the you know they take on the death star because then it kind of uh it doesn't uh, seem like it just is it there. validates yeah. what happened in rogue one like their sacrifice mm-hmm. it was like worth it yeah it doesn't seem like it just kind of Oh yeah, they just have these plans now. Cause like that was the right. thing when we, when you read that opening crawl, it's this whole like it's weird because it it, it immediately starts talking about the Death Star and the Empire Emperor and like who who are all these people like right in the middle and 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 that's the thing they they mention like did they mention the Emperor or did they mention the Empire I can't remember. I think they just say Empire, but I thought it was. I thought you were saying Emperor was in is in the opening crawl. That's what I thought too. I, maybe I re- misread it because that's what I'm saying is like they imply so many <laughs> things that you should just. <laughs> oh yeah, but then when you think about it, you're like, oh yeah, this is the first movie. <laughs> like why? Right. Why do I know all this? Like I'm just I don't know what any of this means. Death and it Star made it even better for pe- for people 
you know, first time seeing it at 77, they're mm-hmm. like, they don't know what the hell is going on. Yeah, because, like, they're just, they just name drop Death Star, they name drop Darth Vader, they name Princess Leia, like, or Alderaan yeah. or somebody. They, they just no, start name no dropping. backstory. Yeah, and you're like, oh, yeah, okay okay yeah I, I guess but like as people obviously in 2020 it gets a little bit more of like oh yeah we already know we already know all that stuff but especially coming off of rogue one but yeah it was definitely very interesting okay let's start pulling numbers out Uh-oh. what uh you want to go first or you want me um i can go first okay go ahead so <laughs> i kind of changed the rating like last last minute here uh, that rated ahead of time. So I ended up uh, giving it an eight point two. Okay. I just so I, I slightly put it ahead of Solo. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you want me to remind the audience of what's going on with the rest of the ratings here? Sure. All right. So before uh, we go into that, uh, Rogue One sitting at number one at a nine. You have Episode Three at eight point two. You have Solo sitting at 7.9. You have Episode 1 sitting at 7.3. And Episode 2 sitting in last place with a 6.7. So go ahead, Nate. What was the overall score for Solo again? Solo was 7.9. 7.9. Okay, so basically right where, yeah. Um, yeah, those yeah, are all the primal I, target scores. Those are, we have individual scores. You, you'll get it in a second. Yeah. Um... So I originally I was gonna I was gonna I was gonna rate the same. I was like, you know, it's probably it's about an eight. I was thinking about it, um, but then of course I went. I was thinking, and then you know, I was like, oh, well, Solo really ha- this has this movie has way more meaning than Solo. Where I think we were talking about, you know, like Solo is not a necessary movie to watch mm-hmm. if you were watching all of them. So that's why I felt it was should be slightly uh, nudge that one out there. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a very solid movie. Um, I thought it was fun. Uh, like you know, it solo is also, um, but just yeah, not not quite enough, I guess, big moments compared to I think the rest of the the, the franchise, um, which is a lot. Most of it's not their fault uh, based on the technology they had back then. Um, and I think of course knowing all the characters ahead of time kind of hurts, uh, kind of the weight of getting introduced to them because we I kind of already know who they all are, so mm-hmm. that it's not like a big thing for me. Um. Yeah, 8.2. Okay. Yeah, for me, I'm going to I'm going to go a little bit higher. I'm going to go with an 8.7. Um just because the reason why I go 8.7 and for for those that don't know our scale, an 8.7 uh would be a marvelous movie. A 9 is a must-have desired movie or whatever. Um I honestly think that if you had the original cut of episode four, <laughs> but talk about that part. Yeah, um, if you have the original cut of episode four, it is um, it's totally worth. Like I would say, it's a must-have. The digital enhancements that Lucas decided he wanted to fucking do, it it just it doesn't work. It like there are so many times that sucks you out, and the every year that passes by, it makes it <laughs> a thousand times worse. Because then you're just like. Dude, that's so bad. Like that whole beginning, you know what I'm talking about this the Tatooine thing when they're yeah. going to the Moss Eisley and it's just oh, bad it, bad CGI after bad CGI. And at a moment you, you're starting to realize like Lucas was literally just adding these in just because he could flex on people saying that he could do that. Um 
the Jabba scene looks worse and worse every time I see it. Um, it's it's just it just gets bad. It's like gets it's 4K. Look, it enhances it even worse too. Yeah, in 4K, it, it like I'm. I mean, we did watch it in 4K, but it was like it it, it just. Yeah, there's just moments that just don't make it. So I, I think the original cut, which I do have on VHS, I think. I don't know if it's the 99 release, but it might be. I have to go and check. Um, if you have those, I would say it would go to a 9. But I have to dock it a lot of points because it just doesn't it doesn't look good at, nowadays. There are some... Uh, you know, the, this whole overall story is really good. And it, it definitely, like, beat to beat goes on. But I definitely think where episode four kind of like there was some slow moments. It kind of like it could get boring after a while. Like mm-hmm. it, as much as I love, do not get me wrong. A New Hope is a great movie. Obviously, we gave it uh, totaled out. Nate's score against with mine, it will be an eight point five for the official Primal Target score. Don't get don't get us wrong. That is in the top echelon of movies and definitely something you should at least own. Um, but if you don't own it, it's at least something you should have watched or have watched multiple times over. It It's just one of those movies that you need to see a couple times. Um, it, and where its faults aren't really... It's kind of how I look at Apple, <laughs> where I was I've kind of like... I've talked with Ashton about this, and I've talked with you, Nate, about this. Where it's like Apple has so many things that are minor that aren't really that big a deal when it comes to their phones, but it's that it's now starting to add up to make it kind of annoying. That's kind of how a new hope is where there are, there are just little things that happen in the movie that are just very nitpicky of like, um, what are we doing here? Like, how did we get here? Oh yeah. We're just, we're just moving along. Like the story moves, but sometimes it kind of jitters on itself and then it kind of slugs itself into another thing um but there are moments that are great obviously the trash compactor scene is fantastic meeting han is 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 another great scene um the interactions between characters the chemistry between all three of our 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 protagonists are amazing like Mm -hmm. luke han and leia are by far the the best characters of threes um in all of cinema but it's you know, there's just little moments that happen that you're kind of like, oh, okay. Now, I will say I did laugh a lot more at the droids this time because now that I'm, I've kind of, like, <laughs> watched it as, like, oh, you know, I've seen this movie a couple times. I can focus right. on the little... The little thing. Yeah, the little B characters here. Um, and they're just interaction. There, there's little subtleties that they added to R2-D2 that make him very much of a personality. Uh, and his interactions with C-3PO are great. But, yeah, I think I'm just going to give it just a little shy before a 9 because I don't think it's better than Rogue One. And I know that's a cardinal sin that a lot of people probably hate because how can you give a sequel or something that is building into (laughs) the next movie, like, a higher score? I just feel like it just, as a modern-day viewer, you know, I... It's hard, yeah. It's really hard to look back at Episode 4. Now, Episode 5, I might be totally different. Like, there might be moments where I'm just like, oh, yeah, I love this movie or whatever. But, like, episode four is definitely that kickoff point. Like, here's all of, here is Star Wars. This is Star Wars. And then everyone else, like, all the other movies just took it and ran with it. Like, to me, I look at this kind of like how I did with Alien back in season one. I think it's one of the best movies out there. And it's a really good sci-fi. But it's not the best, yeah. 
I don't think it's the best. It's a solid kickoff. Mm-hmm. Solid foundation. Yeah. So how do you how are you feeling with an eight point five being our the primal target official score? Um, it seems about right. Now, was what was the uh, what's the primal target official score for three that you had again? Uh, it, it is an eight point two. So that means okay. Uh, yeah. So well, you luck- went low on that one then. On three, three, I gave it a 7.8. So I knocked it down pretty far. Uh, (laughs) But uh, I think a lot of people will be happy knowing that we we did rank four above three. (laughs) So at least we won't get get stoned to death on that. In IGN's poll, though, I believe three was the most popular. Oh, really? I think it was three, and then I think Rogue One was like number two. Wow. All right, so I was up there too. I can't remember exactly which one. Five. Five uh, Yeah, of course that's really solid one. So our total scores right now, sitting at number six in dead last, is episode two with a six point seven. Um, at number five is episode one with a seven point three. At number four we have solo with a seven point nine. At number three we have episode three, sitting in at an eight point two. At number two. We have episode four with an 8.5. And at number one, Rogue One still sits at the top with a nine. I'm wondering if it will ever topple. (laughs) (laughs) What are your predictions? We're halfway through. What are your predictions here? Hmm. I mean, if it's going to get B, I think it's going to be it's going to be the next film. Mm. Um, there are some ones in the sequel trilogy I do regard pretty highly um, but then we'll have to see how yours averages out with them <laughs> um, but I could definitely see Rogue One it, you know, it'll, it's a good chance to get in, in second place mm. I don't know about first, I don't want to say first place <laughs> that would be interesting because remember, this whole thing we don't, we don't challenge the other seasons like we might come back to like a champion you know big brother style championship all-star season but for right now the these movies are only competing with each other we're trying to find the best star wars movie and i just think rogue one is just it's just a really good star wars movie it doesn't yeah yeah so even though it's it may not have been the original it's still really good yeah it doesn't have any of the the like our main characters from the rest of the franchise Mm mm-hmm we do get some cameos and then yeah. the very end, but yes, for the most part, uh, it will be a shocker. If the one with none of the main characters, <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> that would be, yeah, we didn't even give solo that high of regard. It just goes into that. Yeah. But, okay. So what is our homework? What are we supposed to do now? It'll be episode five. The Empire strikes back. Mm-hmm. It regarded as the best star Wars movie. So we're going to see yep. if that truly yep. does hold up. Um, but yeah, that's gonna be it. I we finished in forty minutes uh, or so, and uh, <laughs> we're getting better. Yeah, you know, I, I tried a different way of formatting this whole thing, so I think this is I think this is a solid way of how we're gonna do our episodes. Um, anyway, comment section is open for you guys on what you guys would have gave episode four. How do you feel about us giving episode four an eight point five? I know it might have been higher. We're grading on a pretty high, uh, hard scale, especially since. Uh, you know, we we're going in the order that we're going in, but I think it, this is an interesting way of doing it. And I think it's, you know, it's different. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so watch episode five and empire strikes back, be back with us next week. And we will be talking about that. 
for everything Primal Target, go to primaltarget.com. You can follow me at Ryan at Emore personally on all social media. Nate, do you have you want to plug anything? <laughs> uh, my room is like two doors down. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's where you'll find me. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for watching, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Good night, everybody.